lot of times what stops us, what hinders us from fulfilling our purposes is because of finances. Don't let yep. your bank account stop you. Don't let anything stop you because if God gave you the vision, he'll provide the provision. Access mm -hmm. is granted unto you. And one of my favorite scriptures is ask, seek, and knock. And those things should be open unto you. So ask the Father, seek him, knock, and he'll open up the door of blessings, opportunities. Hey ladies, welcome to Speak Life with Lex, and I'm so excited for this segment. I'm going to interview one of my dear friends. Her name is Miranda Gates, and I can't wait for you guys to hear her story of how she went from a place of brokenness to wholeness through Christ, and so we're just going to dive right in. So Miranda... What are you up to now? You're such a powerful woman of God. I see all these things that you're doing on social media. You've come up with um, some new things, and I won't give it all away, but why don't you start with telling us how what you're up to, what you've been up to here in the last few months and even in 2022 to now? All right, so Miss Lex, thank you uh, for this opportunity. So what I've been currently doing is I have life coaching services mm -hmm. for women and men. Um, the Three specific things that I help individuals with currently is spiritual formation, personal development, and just helping them build relationships. Well, that's uh, awesome. Services, yes, those services are currently online and it could be in person as well. And then I also have a mentorship program called the Royalty Speaks Mentorship Program for Ooh. women the ages of 27 to 38 years of age. Um, and it's crazy because both of these services were created and developed during the pandemic. Wow. So during the pandemic, the father spoke to me. I connected with a young lady who is now my my own personal mentor and coach. And I got started with life coaching and mentoring. And the rest is history. I've met and connected with so many women um, around the world. And I'm, I was so excited because the first client that I had for life coaching services, she actually stayed in Trinidad. She wasn't even wow. from the U.S. So God really moved on that. And I knew from that connection that I was destined and I was doing the right thing as far as um, doing great things for the kingdom. I knew that was the right answer because of how I connected with someone way over on a, across the world. So, yes. Right. And it's like a global thing. That's what it sounds like while you were talking. I'm like, it's going to be a global thing that reaches women all over. And so that sounds amazing. I know that nowadays people are craving relationship and craving connection. And so for you to have a mentorship for women to be a part of, to have that community, that literally is what is needed. And so you're feeling a need in that to help women step into their destiny and their call that they have in their life. And so in that, did you always see yourself now where you are today from when you were younger, did you always see yourself maybe uh, walking in that vein of helping other women become who God wants them to be? Or was it something that just kind of evolved over time or that you discovered about yourself? Well, I always knew as a kid that I wanted to teach. I wanted to be a teacher at a very young age. I remember me and my sister, I'm the oldest of two, three girls. And I remember us playing school all the time where I would mm -hmm. sit in my bedroom as a classroom and things of that sort. I took it serious. I gave them quizzes and tests and things of that sort. So as a young kid, I always knew that I wanted to teach, but I didn't know it would be at this capacity. Um, wow. Then as an adult, 
I saw that there was a need in my church that I was attending. We didn't have a women's ministry. And I, I just love being around women because I'm the oldest. I, all I have is, you know, sisters growing up in the home. So I, I have a strong bond with them. And I wanted that outside of the home as well. So the church at the time I was attending, they didn't have a women's ministry. And I felt that there was a need. So mm-hmm. I spoke with my pastor at the time. Um, I told her about what I wanted to do, but it didn't really work out. The father told me that I needed to do something within the group of women that I was around. Mm-hmm. And I started a women's um, women's ministry, which was called back then God's Unchanging Hands Women's Ministry. Wow. Where we would meet every other month at local libraries and I would have different topics we would discuss. Everything was Christian based and we would fellowship, eat good, pray and receive eat the good. word of God. I knew as a kid that I knew I was going to be doing something in teaching. Um, I'm not afraid to speak in front of crowds and things of that sort. So I just kind of feel it came naturally to me. Wow. So you were walking in your nature of what God already wanted you to do. And so it started with a need that you were fulfilling. And then you realize, okay, like this is what I was always destined to do. Yes. And so what did your home like home life look like? Did you Were you always in church or did you just... Uh, were you not in church? Like, what did your home life look like or your childhood look like? Okay. So growing up with my mom, she, you know, she had us young. So she was just trying to find her spirituality as well, even when she was younger. So mm-hmm. we tried a different, couple of different religions. Um, I remember growing up, we tried Jehovah Witness, going to wow. the Kingdom Hall. And then we also went to a Lutheran church. And then my auntie, she was Baptist. Mm -hmm. And we would start going to church with her a lot. So my roots are basically in the Baptist church. Okay. And then as I became an adult, I went to non-denominational. But I I was dipping and dabbling and, you know, seeing different religions growing up as a kid because my mom wanted to find out what was best for her. So I tried those those three, Mm -hmm. Lutheran church. I went to the Kingdom Hall and then Baptist. So those were my foundations growing up. And so... What did you feel with the differences with those? Like, how did you know that? Okay, I know. Like, when did you have that realization? Like, I know who God is in my life, and um, I want to. Wa- I want to follow Him. Like, did you ever? Were you always like that when you first got to the Baptist church, or was it kind of like a step by step type thing? To be honest, it was basically step by step. I was just doing what my mom told me to do. But you didn't have a choice. Right. But with the Jehovah Witness, um, the Kingdom Hall, I noticed even my best friend in elementary school, she was attending the Kingdom Hall as well. It was certain things that didn't really feel right in my spirit at the time. As far as like they couldn't play sports. Oh, for real? Yeah. You don't celebrate your birthday. Wow. They also don't believe that you're born with gifts and talents. Wow. pretty good at singing and playing <laughs> basketball so where did it come from so i was kind of confused and curious of mm-hmm. where did all that came from but in the baptist church that's when i began singing in the angel choir and i understood being filled with the holy spirit you know speaking in tongues i under i was introduced to that in the baptist church um but it wasn't until i was a full adult when i rededicated my life attending a non-denominational church that i really I felt I was really introduced and I had a relationship for Christ for real. Was wow. I was an adult. Okay. So basically you were saying when you were younger that you 
were riding on your mom's relationship with God. And then it wasn't until you were older that you really developed that relationship with God. So in between those two, did you always follow God's path or did you kind of veer off? Like, what did that look like? Your teen years into young adult as a woman? Teen years, I feel it was still just doing what my parents told me to do. Mm -hmm. I didn't really read the word, anything like that. I didn't really have a prayer, a prayer life at all. So, yeah, teens, I was just going with the flow, only attended when asked. It wasn't something that I really wanted to pursue. Mm -hmm. Teen years, in my early 20s, I was out in the world. Okay. You know, the club life, you know, drinking, mm -hmm. smoking, marijuana, things of that sort. So, it was not until, like, my mid and late 20s that I really was sold out for Christ for real. Because I knew without him... I have I have nothing and I mm -hmm. truly understood what that looked like to love and cater, you know, love and to have a relationship with him. My life changed and right. I was not going to go back to the old when I was I feel so loved and was blessed with more than I could imagine when I gave mm -hmm. my life to him. And so what got you to that place to wanting to give your life to him? Were you just done with the things of the world or did did you hit rock bottom? What did that look like? Yes. So Miss Lex, yes, I hit rock bottom so a little bit of my my testimony is um before i you know rededicated my life to christ i had a daycare you know i had a good wow. life well, i thought i had a good life going mm -hmm. um had a nice car you know things of that sort i had a nice apartment so things were on the up and up but one day um the daycare was shut down got shut down it was like it was a dark cloud over my head mm -hmm. because everything that I thought I possessed, it was because of me. Right. It was because of my wit or I felt my smarts that I was receiving all of these things when in actuality it came from the father and he was trying to get my attention. Mm -hmm. So you know how he, when, when you don't follow the path of him or you don't recognize him, he's going to whoop you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, hello, yes, for real. I'm like, hey, I'm God. Hey, I'm yep. <laughs> so he took everything from me, Miss Lex. He took the the daycare. He took my the car, um, the home. I had to move back home with my parents, and that was like to me it was so embarrassing mm -hmm. to come back home after being gone all these years, feeling I, you know, I was, you know, sick. So right. everything was stripped for me, and I. Got asked to go to church with my auntie. She asked me to go to church with her. I picked her up in a small, a small, close-knit church, mm -hmm. which I, that's where I found my, you know, my salvation again. And I joined the praise team. That's where I met my husband. Okay. And I, yeah, you know, I desired, I was hungry to understand how to read the word. What was, what was it like to pray for, you know, an hour or more? Like I was mm -hmm. just yearning that desire to live like Christ, <clears throat> excuse me. He was my mentor. I wanted to, why did he always go away and pray? Why did he minister and then go away? And I just, I was right. just curious of wanting to know more about him. And that's what I did, you know, and my life has been better ever since everything that I lost, I regained it back and even regained even more. Once I gave God my total, yes, I stopped the drinking. I stopped the smoking of the marijuana. Wow. I stopped the, the clubbing. Um, hanging out with my sisters and my cousins every weekend, mm -hmm. all of that stopped. I was tunnel vision and I was sold out for Christ because I had to understand I have a seven 
or back then or maybe eight year old son that was that looked up to me. Right. He watched my every move. He listened to everything that I said. And I didn't want to be the parent where he only remembered his mom at that age is going out, getting drunk, drinking, provocative. I wanted to be a great example for him. And and that's why I did what I had to do. That's powerful when you said that you went from losing what you thought you lost everything to gaining it and then some. And so when you were talking, I'm like, you're a bloodline breaker. And so your son got to see that, like, I'm breaking the cycle so you don't have to walk in that either. And so that's powerful. And so how can you encourage the, the women out there that may be in maybe in the same boat or maybe they just got to the point where they lost what they thought was everything and they're trying to they're at a crossroads where I can fully commit myself to God or go back to where I came from. How can you encourage them in that to be able to continue on and to yield to all that God has for them? Because there are blessings on the other side. I, I would just say that the things of the world, I feel that all of those things, the glitz and glam of the world is all temporary. Mm-hmm. One day it can be you can be so excited about it, and then the next thing you know, it can be stripped from you. But with the promises of God, these things are everlasting. Right. And our Father, He wants us to have the best of the best. You know, we're royalty. Yeah. You know, we're here to the kingdom. So you know, I just feel that once you truly understand your identity and knowing who you are in Christ. You won't even worry about or even desire the things of the world because, again, it's very temporal. And when and when you follow Christ, your life, you will have everything in abundance. Yes, you know, prosperity, the the wealth, spiritually and naturally, it all it all will come to you if you just follow Him. And I know some people think that when you follow Christ, it's boring. You can't mm-hmm. have a great life. I still go bowling. I still go, you know, shoot pool. I still <laughs> hang out with my friends. We still go out to dinner. We go to movies. Still go sing karaoke, you know, things yes. like that. You still can have a fulfilling life. It's not something boring. You don't have to just sit and act like um, all you have to do is read the Bible all day and just sit quietly. You still can have fun. For real. incorporating the word still having a prayer life and things of that sort so it can be still your life still can be enjoyable with christ it's not boring it's not gonna be dumb actually more rewarding amen i I agree and you don't have to pregame and try to like medicate yourself to try to fill a void because you're fulfilled and so you have joy while you're going to do the fun things and i think that religion has us in a place where it's like you have to follow this formula and this rule and if you don't it's going to be boring and so that's why people will kind of say oh that's what christianity is is having to follow a bunch of rules and it's like no you feel fulfilled you got that joy and you can have fun with your girls so So that's awesome. And so now this was the same church um, that you were at, that you got, you rededicated your life. Is this where you started the women's thing? I talked to the first lady of the church and I Mm -hmm. told her my idea, but I guess due to the schedule and things of that sort, we never actually got to sit down again and like map everything out. So I kind of got discouraged. And then in prayer, the Lord just told me, he said, no, you're still going to do this women's ministry. And he told me that he didn't want it affiliated or connected to any church at the time because he knew and felt that if after I, you know, submitted my ideas that 
there could be a possibility where the pastors didn't see the vision of what God gave me. And they could have mm-hmm. said, oh, you know, not not right now. Mm-hmm. It's not the right timing for that. Are you sure? You know, the Lord told you this and that. So he didn't want any, he didn't want any, no, no man to stop me. So he said, no, you're going to start this women's ministry. Look up where you can have it at. And mm-hmm. the libraries in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, you can use the libraries for free as long as you're not selling any products and it's Christian based. I was like, free venues? <laughs> I said, let's go. So every other month I would have events for women. That's where it started. And wow. when I, can, I can remember one night in prayer, the Lord gave me the name of the ministry. Mm-hmm. He gave me how he wanted me to have the logo. He also gave me the colors of the first event. It was I'll never forget. It was kind of the pink I have on my jacket. Pink. I love that um, pink. White. And it was black and white polka dots in the theme or whatever. And as I was getting prepared, I just want to share this deck because when you're doing things for Christ, the enemy will try to discourage you. Yes. Um, spirit of doubt, uncertainties, insecurity will try to set in to where you won't do what God has told you to do. So as I was getting yes. prepared, the enemy was in my mind saying, oh, you don't need to do this. You never did this before. No one's going to show up. Mm-hmm. Never did any type of public speaking. What are you doing? But as soon as I heard that negative voice, the Holy Spirit spoke to me very loud and clear. He said, everything that you do in my name will be a success. Yes. And when I heard that, the rest is history. <laughs> I looked to the left or to the right. I was so tunnel vision and I got everything done that I needed to get done. I created the program and everything, promoted it, got flyers put out there. And Miss Lex, when I tell you the event was at capacity, that there was no more chairs available for women to sit. There were women wow, coming in. Girl. And they had to stand up along the walls of the venue because it, it so many people came. Wow. And when I look back at that, I just I get emotional because what if I would have not listened to the voice of God and listened to the voice of the enemy? Come on. All yes. women would have not came together as a as one. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't have been unified. They wouldn't have been poured into. So some of those women haven't had hugs in I don't know how long mm-hmm. just to embrace them, just to speak life into them. And, and it was so beautiful. And from that from that day on, I knew this was my purpose. I knew that this was what I was destined to do was to reach women and to love on them and to just inspire them and empower them. Yes. Whatever it is God has for them to do that they can do it because I'm standing here as an example. Can you touch, can you continue in that? Like maybe to encourage someone out there that's in that right now, they feel like they're not qualified. They feel like, um, they're not, they don't have the right setting or the right thing. And so they know that God is telling them to do this thing or the specific product or whatever it is but they're nervous or they're scared and the the lies of the enemy are starting to overtake them what can you say to them in that vein so so it all the women that are watching i just say to you right now just do it do it scared do it without the experience do it without not you may not have the connects or the resources and a lot of times what stops us what hinders us from fulfilling our purposes is because of finances. Don't let your bank account stop you. Don't let anything stop you because if God gave you the vision, he'll provide the provision. He'll give you, he'll help you. 
You know, access mm-hmm. is granted unto you. And one of my favorite scriptures is ask, seek, and knock. And those things should be open unto you. So ask the Father, seek him, knock, and he'll open up the door of blessings, opportunities, um, new experiences. It's just waiting for us. We just have to trust the Father. So yes. I can say, in this season of your life, ladies, where is your faith? Have faith in the Father. If he woke you up in the middle of the night, showing you things, having you write down ideas, um, giving you different strategies, creativity. It mm-hmm. was for you. He gave it to you specifically because he know you can fulfill it. Yeah. So don't worry about even naysayers that may be around you, people that may try to downplay uh, what God has told you because everybody around you will not be cheerleader for you. For real. Listen to the voice of God. Write everything down. And with me, I'm a big dreamer. Mm-hmm. So I tell everybody that I know when you're praying and when, if you're a dreamer, make sure you have you a notebook, excuse me, a notebook by your bed because you never know when the father will wake you up at yes. 3 a.m., 4 a.m. And he'll begin to speak to you and you need to write those things down because as soon as God gives it to you, the enemy will try to take it from your remembrance. Yes. So I <laughs> write it down, have you a notebook, jot down all your ideas and just go for it. And God will give you the connections. The funds are going to come, ladies, so don't let that stop you. Just do Amen. what God says. Just do it. What the Nike's um, slogan is, just do it. Just, just do, do it. it. <laughs> just do it. I like that. Amen, girl. So you went from the, the place of losing everything to gaining it to now hosting these meetings in your community for women. So then what went? What took place after that? And I know that you said that you met your husband at the church. So you were you doing this while you were married or was this before marriage? So this was actually before marriage. God had gave this to me in my singleness. Oh, so wow. ladies, okay. You don't always have to have a companion to walk in your purpose. God right. will give you what he wants you to have before maybe all of that happens. Because I had started all this before I, I got married, but I did meet my husband at the church that we both attended where I rededicated my life. So I was already doing um, ministry back in 20, 2015 is wow. when I started the women's ministry. And then I got married in 2016. So it was like a year later. And while you're walking so, to your calling, your husband's like, Ooh girl, like she got her own. Yes. <laughs> yes. So he was supporting me. He was my sound man hooking up the microphones. Aww. And, uh, Helping put up banners, finding the things like that put up. He was there um, helping me with that. So, yeah, from 2015 to 2019 in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, from those years, that's when I was um, developing and creating different outlets for women to come together. So, within that time, we would meet at the venues, mm-hmm. but I also incorporated um, a prayer picnic where Ooh, we met a picnic. Fun. Yeah, we met up at the park. We had a picnic and we just prayed. Um, all the ladies that had different concerns, issues, mm-hmm. we would pray for them. I also created a community walk where we walked um, the inner city of Milwaukee mm-hmm. with a group of us. I had security. My son was with me. We had a Bluetooth speaker playing gospel music. Wow. And I had, a, had wagons full of Bibles. And everybody that we came in contact with coming in and out of the gas stations or just walking along the streets because it was summertime, we would stop them and we would just talk about Christ. Wow. Yeah, I did that. Um, oh, and I had a mommy makeover contest. Girl, I, I love had. stuff like that. That's awesome. 
<laughs> women to me why they should be select moms why they should Aww. be selected the mommy makeover contest and one lady she just touched my heart she was raising seven kids on her own um as a single mom and she had never received got her feet done or anything Aww. like that so um i paid for her to get her hair and her hair done a manicure a pedicure she got her makeup done and Whoa. she had a free free photo shoot so i did that for her and oh it, it took, just touched my heart yes her transformation she never got her had her makeup done before and just for her to pose mm -hmm. you can just see her self-esteem arise and to, to this day she still reaches out to me and i check on her so i'm just trying to think of all the things that the father just the different create creative um ideas he had me do so the mommy makeover contest that's beautiful i love that oh and i also had an event where we were talking about purity and that's needed I gave nowadays. everyone a spot, certificate of purity and I presented them a purity ring mm -hmm. and it was in a cute little bag just to symbolize you know keeping your body holy and sacred right. until marriage and one lady I'll never forget this story she actually took her ring out of the little mesh bag mm -hmm. I'm like hold on this is <laughs> sterling silver so your finger might turn green okay, you gotta I paint it with some clear nail polish <laughs> Like, like, I don't suggest you put it on. Right. It was so significant to her. What it represented to her. She like, no, I'm putting this ring on. Wow. And I saw her a little while. And she said, I still, and she said, she still had the ring on. What? It was like a year later. Wow. And I saw her. So I just thank God that whatever he tells me to do, I do it. Mm -hmm. And it's not about me. So this one thing, women, when you're in ministry, it's no longer about you. It's about yes. you serving others. Yes. And seeing, seeing how God transforms people by which you speak to them and how you treat them. You will see the transformations. You will see the manifestations of you just being obedient and yep. listening to the voice of God. And then you'll see, you'll see the testimonies. They'll come back. Yes. And, and reach out and tell you what you did, how it has changed their lives. So that's just a little bit of what I've been what I did from 2015 to 2019, just being creative, um, doing different activities throughout the city of Milwaukee. Yes. And just like we were saying earlier, Christianity, when you serve Christ, it's not boring. Like all those things you just mentioned. I'm like, can I come? Like, that sounds so fun <laughs> to be able to be involved with someone that's um, gathering women together and being creative and extending your arms to the community to help transform yeah. them. Like, that's amazing. You're literally showing the love of Christ to those that are hopeless. And so yes. it's not boring, ladies. If anyone yeah. thinks that it's not boring at all. Next time you have a picnic, girl, invite me because I'm coming. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that sounds I, fun. I, I moved from Milwaukee in 2019, so I haven't been able to do like I how I used to, like where I was consistently doing something every other month mm -hmm. because of me and my husband's uh, ministry endeavors going state to state. But hopefully when we transition back to Arizona, I can be settle for a little while to try to yes. do because I miss it so much. I miss doing it so much. Just like gathering the ladies and doing the extending your arms to the community. Yes, I miss it. <laughs> okay, so you got married in 2016. Well met your husband, got married, and then like you said, so you're from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And then yes. where did you guys what did you do from there? So you moved So from twenty nineteen. Yeah, like tell us a little moved. bit about that so that we can, you know, understand okay. 
How did you how okay. you ended up here today? So the ministry now that me and my husband do collectively is we go out to different churches throughout the US and we help churches build whether small mm-hmm. churches congregation or bigger congregations. So when there's a need for a praise and worship pastor, my husband will have the opportunity to take those positions and to help recreate and help build different departments. Yes, real quick. Her and her husband, they could sing. <laughs> She's being <laughs> modest. They could sing and play. Like they, her husband plays really well. I don't know if you play instruments, but I just wanted to throw that in there. <laughs> no, he's Powerful. Very te- no, no instruments for me, but he's, uh, he's the keyboard player, the mm-hmm. organ player. He's the drummer. He's trying to learn acoustic guitar now. Wow. He sings, preaches, prophesies. So he, he's just, he does it. He does it all. All the and things. Sing behind him. And then whenever we will go out, if the churches didn't have a women's ministry, I would come in and help try to build and to, you know, create something for them as well. Because I feel women's ministry, children's ministry, all, all of that is very important. So right. that's what we've been doing since 2019. So from 2019, when we left Milwaukee, Wisconsin, we moved to Oklahoma City. That's where we met. Yep, that's where <laughs> yeah. we were um, in Texas. Worship. I was singing with him and I did a few women's events with through that church out there. Mm -hmm. And then from Oklahoma city, we went to Arizona just to regroup and, um, get focused on what the next project was going to be. I love Arizona. Yeah. We moved to Jacksonville, Florida. Okay. I love Jacksonville. I love Florida (laughs) so much. I do like Florida too. Yes. From Jacksonville, Florida, helping the church. My husband was a praise and worship leader. I was singing behind him and things of that sort. We went to, um, New Jersey. We just left. Okay. New Jersey. Yep. We were in New Jersey, East Coast. Never lived over there. That's was where it. I'm from. <laughs> yeah, we were in New York, going to New York a lot, and then that assignment there is complete. So now we're just here in Milwaukee, visiting my mom and my dad and my siblings. Just you know, being here for a little while because we haven't seen them. And then now we're going to re- transition over to going back to Arizona. Okay. So I'll take yeah. note to visit you in Arizona. <laughs> Yes. So come on and visit. <laughs> yeah. Over to the West Coast. I'm excited. I love the heat and the sun. Yes, it's me so too, great. girl. <laughs> yeah. So that's where we're. That's awesome. Set up for us to do now in Arizona. And hopefully I can get ready to do a women's conference. Yeah. Which all my friends like, we need a conference. Aww. I haven't been a women's conference since 2019, right before I moved. Milwaukee and I haven't did one since so I know it's time so your creative juices are just gonna be flowing like (laughs) yes that's awesome so when you go into these churches do you guys uh help build it and then you pass it on or you like help build raise up a team so that they're able to take over when you leave yep we help raise up a team so when we do leave uh, yeah there's somebody that can take it over a new praise and worship leader or we have somebody else that um was collaborating with me with the women's ministry and then they can, you know, take it over from there. Wow. And then we've also been helping a lot of churches with media, um, like doing their media, their cameras and sound. So I've been helping my husband do that as well. He's really good at that too. So we just been team, team working. Yes. I love that. Yeah. There is a team. So that's what we've been doing. Now wow. we've been incorporating helping the churches with media. So I love this whole story. It's like beauty for ashes. And so you went from, um, you know, trying to find out where you guys belong spiritually into the party girl, into regaining everything you lost, meeting your husband, 
being a, a powerful individual, but on your own because of the obedience of God and then meeting someone that you guys get to run together and do ministry and all the things that God has wanted you to do. And now you're doing it together. And so that's such a beautiful picture. And it gives hope to others out there that may be single. And they're like, hey, like, I feel like I want to do this thing. Don't know where to start. But now through your story, they're like, okay, I know that I can start even while I'm single. And then when I meet my husband, we could do it together and run together. So I just yes. love the whole story. And so now you just became a mom. Uh, you have a, another boy, right? Another baby boy. How old is he? He is now nine months. Baby nine KJ months. is here. Kevin Aww. is here. <laughs> Yes, so now you guys have a baby and you just came out with a book. You want to talk about that? Yes. So while I was pregnant with baby KJ, mm -hmm. I remember I was just sitting in the bed and the Holy Spirit said, write prayers for mothers. It was a bur okay. burden on my heart to pray for mothers. Mm -hmm. And while I was praying, getting the prayers together, I wanted it, I wanted it to be based off the fruits of the spirit. Mm -hmm. So I created a 15-day devotional for mothers. And it is now available on Amazon. It's a prayer devotional. I love that. And all of the prayers are just based off the fruits of the spirit. Okay. We have prayers on love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness faithfulness gentleness self-control yes protection understanding truth forgiveness and i think that's in friendship friendship yep and you just go however you're feeling you can go flip to whatever um topic or title you want to pray mm -hmm. uh, over your children with and you can just pray it over your children and i just say it's not just for moms or moms to be it can be for an auntie that caters to kids like mm -hmm. a mom grandmothers um teachers women in ministry if you have a if you're over a women's ministry first ladies people that might have daycares yes this prayer devotional is for all of all of you so it is now available on Amazon for only $14.99. So go get you a copy. It is going to bless you. Yes, that's awesome. I love that you're um, stepping out with that too and having books for moms to be able, because moms need that, especially when you first give birth and, you know, a lot of us are prone to the postpartum depression at times. Your hormones are up and down. So having something that helps guide you to point you back to Christ is is needed. And so yep, get and you a copy, ladies, <laughs> on Amazon. A prayer in regards to um, postpartum depression as well in, in here as well. Okay. That's a good gift and, idea, too. And I feel it's just a way for moms to just implement self-care. This is yes. a self-care regimen for you. Whenever you can implement quiet time, right. pick up this day prayer devotional and just pray these prayers over your children. Yes. I know for myself, a lot of times my quiet time is in the bathroom. So I have a little basket with books. Just pick that up, you know, read it. And yeah. <laughs> I love that idea. And Thank then you. Um, you mentioned your life coaching. And so how can the ladies find you with that? Like, how can we find you if we wanted your services as a life coach? 
So my life coaching services, you actually can reach out to me via email. It's my first name, Miranda.Gates at yahoo.com. I also have a website that goes over everything that I currently offer. And then you can just simply inbox me or reach out to me on my social media handles, Instagram and Facebook. It's Miranda Gates Ministries. I would love to connect um, with you all. And if you have yes. children, girls and boys, I do also offer proper etiquette workshops. I love that. We do everything etiquette um, mm -hmm. far as dining etiquette, bathroom etiquette, sports etiquette, telephone etiquette, school etiquette, yes. home <laughs> etiquette, email <laughs> etiquette. Like I, I, the, we, I cover everything um, as far as different things that as it relates to etiquette. And mm -hmm. it's been very beneficial to all those that have attended. Those services are can also be online or in person, depending on um, where you are in the U.S. So I have those services available as well. One more information. Again, you can just send me an email to Miranda.Gates at Yahoo.com and I can send you over the brochures and everything. Which I so needed nowadays in our culture. I'm like, every girl or boy can use some etiquette. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. So yes, um, is there anything that you want to add? I'm going to have you pray us out, but there's, if there's, is there anything else that you would like to share to the women before we go or to encourage or anything in that vein? And I just want to encourage all the ladies that there is beauty in singleness. Yeah. Um, a lot of people feel that being single is, it's something bad or mm -hmm. you're less than, or you're not worthy of being in a relationship a lot of time women are single because they desire to be single. It's, it's nothing right. wrong with that. And I say beauty and singleness is because it's the perfect time for you to build the relationship with the father that you need because you don't have to try to balance your time, um, spending time with your husband or mm -hmm. if you, especially if you don't have any kids, you don't have to worry about trying to spend time with your kids, spend yes. time with your spouse. Yes, so there's all this, um, balancing and structure you have to create within your home if it's just you no husband no kids or even if you do have kids you still have more time just to sit with the father right and for you to become all that he wants you to become becoming whole having that time to pray whenever you want to mm -hmm. having the time to read the word you know whenever you want to so it's a beautiful time because you have all the time that you need to sit before the Lord. Because again, once you get yes. married and those kids come, yes. it's going to look a little different. Yes. It's going to be balancing, you know, that's going to take place. So single ladies, while you're single, take advantage of this time when you have more free time to spend with the father. And there is beauty and singleness. You still is worthy. Don't let people peer pressure you because of your age. Yes. The clock is ticking. Why you're not married? Just tune all of those people out and you just focus on you and your relationship with God because he wants you to be whole before you join covenant with someone else. So yes. be happy where you are. Don't let the peer pressure get to you. You're just as worthy and valuable as someone that is married. You're still beautiful. You're still fearfully and wonderfully made. And you have God needs you just as he needs someone that's married. That's good. And I think that's needed to hear because like you said, girl, I'm like, we got to stretch our time. I got to spend time with my husband. Got to spend time with God. Got to spend time with the kids. And it's like when I was single, I had all the time. I could spend five hours if I wanted to. <laughs> so 
Don't rush it. We're always trying to rush to the next part of our lives. And it's like, don't rush it. Just enjoy it. So that was good encouragement. And so I hope that this encouraged you ladies out there um, through Marinda's story, being able to hear that, man, I don't, there's nothing that I could do to mess up the plan of God for my life. All you have to do is yield to it. And he'll take what the enemy meant for evil and turn it for good and turn it into you and your spouse, your future spouse, if you're not married, to be a force to be reckoned with for the kingdom and able to help unlock other people's destinies and bring them to the Father. And so, Miranda, why don't you pray us out? All right. So let us pray. So, Father, we just thank you for this opportunity just to come together as sisters. Yes. And just talk about the goodness of who you are and how you've transformed our lives. Yes, and God. we thought that was meant for evil for us, Father, you've turned it around for our good. Yes. And, Father, I even thank you for this platform, a safe place for women to share how you have changed our lives. A yes. safe place for us to be vulnerable, transparent, and being able to grow. So, Father, I just thank you that you will even continue to bless your daughter, Alexis, as she does these podcasts, as she has different women from all walks of life yes, to God. come on to share the goodness of who you are. So, Father, I thank you that you, you will continue to bless this platform, yes, continue Lord. to bless her ministry, continue yes. to bless her home, her family, thank her you. marriage, and even her future endeavors. And, Father, I even prophesy now that this podcast will reach the nations. Yes, that as Father. these videos get uploaded to YouTube, that the views will continue to grow and to grow and to grow. That yes, there will God. this will be a place of increase for her. And Father, because of her heart, Father, I just pray that you will bless her abundantly for her yes. gifts, for her yes, and for the love of Christ. And Father, I just thank you that as these women listen to all of these podcasts, that their lives will never be the same, that the testimonies will continue to continue to come in yes, and that God. these women will to share how these stories have changed their lives. And Father, I thank you for this opportunity and I thank you for being in the midst of this. And we give yeah. you all the glory, the honor and praise in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Miranda, for coming on and sharing your story. I, I know it touched my heart and I know it's going to reach all the women out there that are needing this. And so I'm excited for all that God is doing in your ministry as well. And I just can't wait to see all that he does this year for the year 2023. Amen. And I love your heart. I love your passion and I love your creativity. And I'm just so excited. And we definitely got to keep in touch. Definitely got to have you on again and have yes. you uh, share different things. And so I'm ready. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> yes. So thank you ladies for tuning in. I hope that this touched your life and remember to speak life always and we will see you next time. Bye. Mm -hmm.